Um, that's a them problem. 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 Lol. Hello, this time ain't for us. They only envy us. Hello, guys. How is it going? Welcome back to That's a Them Problem with your host Nick. Nick the Slick. Nick the Riz Dick. Nick the consistently having to explain themselves but never has the words because language is sufficient. Hi guys, happy festive weekend to those that are celebrating Christmas. Merry Christmas weekend to those who are just vibing out because it's December. Happy December. I feel like I've said happy December before but just because it's like December's closing out so quickly and the new year's coming in so quickly it's just a little bit scary. Guys this is the third last episode of season one. Let me start my gushing now. Thank you so much for sticking around for so long. It's been crazy it's been challenging it's been so rewarding and even though like i'm genuinely not in this for like how many people listen to it it's more for just being able to have these conversations and have the space for people to listen if they feel ever alone or misunderstood about something that we both share or both experience so i just want to thank you to whoever's listening right now thank you so much for spending time for sharing time let's just get into it shall we let's get into the checkup so guys i think for this week's checkup i'm just gonna go through like a list of five things that i've learned about myself this year because i check up with you guys every single week that's basically it and i feel like in the next two weeks will be the last episodes of the season so i'm gonna take a, a nice long hiatus a nice long hiatus so that I can come back with better production, with better sound, with visual episodes. I know that I said I would have visual episodes by now, but guys, it got lit. I promised to God I filmed an e- I filmed a video, I filmed an episode as I was about to like switch off the recording, like the fucking computer crashed. So here we are, back to audio. But like I said, after that haters, that's and then problems coming back with a whole new like look, whole new vibe will be visual visual and audio like available type vibes so i'm excited about that this is an episode just by myself next week will probably be a guest and then the final episode for season one so be episode 19 will literally just be a chop up of the archives i've had throughout the season so basically all the conversations i've had with people where I've basically cut out certain things because maybe it didn't really make sense with the topic that we were talking about at that time, but it was relevant in some other way. I'm going to kind of like chop that up and put it into one episode. And every time it transitions into kind of a new topic, I will have like a a sound so that it's not completely incoherent. So that's the plan for the rest of season one. I hope that you do stick around. I hope that for the most part, you've enjoyed it. So yeah, okay, cool. Since I got that out the way, let me just do like the five things that I've learned about myself in 2023 number one i'm not healthy and that's okay that's something that i've learned about myself in the sense that like it's okay to admit that like things are not going right right now it's okay to admit that you are not feeling great right now and that's okay as long as you figure it out as long as you admit it and you work on it so i've learned that i'm not a healthy person and it's okay i'm working on it number two as much as i am to a fault honest i need to be more deliberate and more articulate with my words 
it's one thing to say that I am a very honest person, but to be taking more more than in more than enough time to figure out how to talk about how I feel about about the truths that I hold. I feel like I need to get a grip of that. I feel I've learned that like even though I talk I am a very honest person, I need to be more direct and intentional with how I articulate my my truth, bro, my honesty. Number 3, I've realized that I'm not such a terrible person. Again, this is a flip-floppy thing. Lol. Actually, this all this like all all these things like tie into the the topic of this episode. But number 3, I've realized that I'm not such a shitty person. I'm not such a terrible person in the sense that I am so terribly hard on myself. I genuinely think that I'm the scum of the earth sometimes by the way that I feel I make decisions. I feel sometimes that I'm uh, impulsive and by virtue of being uncomfortable sometimes irrational but at the same time i am that person to consistently like immediately as it happens or in the like in the interim of it happening in the process of anything happening i'm able to like self-correct and be more self-aware of my decisions but also at the same time it doesn't make me a bad person to stand up for myself and to give myself space to figure my shit out and that doesn't make me a bad person for doing that number 4 i've realized that I attract such beautiful, warm, loving, and like God-mirroring people. I say God-mirroring in a very like far from the church kind of way in the sense that like, okay, pen, don't you miss me saying pen. Basically, I'm in the Tao Te Ching, so it's ta- uh, Taoism, so it's uh, more of a lifestyle like Buddhism rather than a religion, uh, more like a spiritual way of living, a sp- spiritual pathway for example. They have a saying in the Tao Te Ching that it's it's Wei Wu Wei. Wei Wu Wei. I need to actually tattoo that on my body. I've been wanting to since I was literally 16. <laughs> I don't know why I don't have it on my body. Actually, that's probably the next one I'm going to get. Thank you, Noob. Thank you for giving me a mental note, Nick. But basically, Wei Wu Wei means allow God to be God through you. And I feel like the people that I've been blessed to meet, the people that I've been blessed to spend time with, especially in the last... in the last end of the year has made me realize that like firstly there are such beautiful people in the world and i can't believe that i've sheltered myself from that for so long because i was just genuinely scared of people and ironically i love people and also ironically i hate people <laughs> but also in the same thing that like i attract warm and beautiful loving people is that like maybe in that way i'm also a reflection of that like you only attract what you are you know what i mean and i like to be surrounded by people like that kind of just reaffirms again the third one which is I'm not such a terrible person. And then number 5, god damn. I am not my restlessness. I think this is a big one for me because I literally like as I'm saying this I'm articulating this to myself while trying to like explain it to you so we both learning right now about myself. But um I am not my restlessness. as much and I'm not my discomfort either like I am something so much more than the heaviness in my chest and the the nervousness in my knees and like and you know what I mean and the clenching jaw like I'm so much more than my anxiety and even more so this is again pen side side comment today's like wednesday yesterday I ran out of my anti-anxiety medication. And I will not lie, I put off calling the doctor 
well calling to like schedule a doctor's appointment for so long because number one i thought that i'd still have meds until jan (laughs) but no and also i'm still grappling with the fact that i've decided to seek medical intervention i genuinely am still grappling with the fact that like i've I've been socialized and brought up to think a certain type of way about people who get help. And I don't believe the things that I've been taught, though. That's the thing. Like, it's this internal conflict of just, like, it's okay to get help. It's okay to feel like you don't have it together after the first, like, appointment and stuff. And I, at at some point yesterday, when I ran out of the meds, I was like, oh, no, I'll be fine. Like, I'll be fine. Guys, that one day was a lot. Like, I genuinely had to sit I had to like remove myself like quietly and just like reset and whatever because like I could genuinely feel my anxiety my discomfort like starting to creep up on me so yeah besides the pin yeah I'm just I'm just glad that like I'm I'm standing on business I'm standing on my business you know what I'm saying and I feel like I haven't had the backbone to do that in a very long time and i don't mean that like oh no i've been held up by like something and that's why i haven't had a backbone but i feel like now like i've particularly forced myself to focus solely on myself and that is so fucking scary because then i realize again how restless i am how much of a loner i i actually really am and it's not that i don't have friends guys i have such a loving community i have such a beautiful chosen family that like i know that i just don't reply sometimes or that i live so far away from them it's very difficult to feel like your entire friend group and community is like halfway across the city and you can only like see them when you schedule time with them and any other time you're kind of just figuring out how to move through life without overwhelming the people you clearly depend on especially when they're not able to physically like help you in that way so it's been interesting it's been interesting okay let's get into the topic (sighs) guys i love like i said i'm a copywriter don't you just love when i make these like cute titles but down in the dumpster fire. So like down in the dumps, like being sad, but like down in the dumpster fire because we're gonna get into some Nick Dictionary. Nictionary? That's cuter. It's a Nictionary. So it's words that Nick says. Shit that Nick says. A Nictionary. Okay. So dumpster fire and clusterfuck are the same are like synonyms for the same type of vibe so dumpster fire clusterfuck is just a mess it's a kerfuffle it's a it's a it's a big fat hectic you know what i'm saying so yeah we are down in the dumpster fire right now and not in like a literal sense like just life got really lit <laughs> life got really lit very quickly and more than ever i just had to take accountability for the fact that i own my space do you know what i'm saying that i own my space and that I need to be more accountable for my space, and that also I realized, firstly, I was taking a big fat piss out of myself. I, I don't know what clicked, maybe my frontal lobe, my frontal co- my frontal lobe is like finally starting to crack and develop or whatever, but like I just woke up one day and I, I woke up like two, three weeks ago, I actually want to say like a month and a half ago to be quite honest, I woke up about a month and a half ago and I was just like, my dude, you don't take care of yourself at all. Like, you call self-worth getting, like, shower gel. (laughs) And everything else was just so focused on, like, people needed to 
work for me but like for my entirety and like at some point some of the relationships I had I realized that I wasn't contributing healthily to that relationship anymore more than anything it was a thing of I felt like I was in here's an here's an analogy I felt like I was walking through a zoo and I'm on the one side of the glass and I'm watching like these animals like basically in captive of their own like in their own captivity do you know what I mean just like struggling and whatever and like you can't do anything about it you're just watching it like you're you're just witness to the pain and the struggle and I love my people too much to I love my people too much to watch them in pain like that and I love myself enough to allow myself to not also in that firing line anymore I think that I've in a in, a, in many ways I have never not taken care of anyone at any point like there's never been a point where it's just where my sole focus of like health and wellness has been on me it's always been my dad or my brother or my mom or my partner or you know what i'm saying like it's always it was always somebody something else and i feel like that also contributed to like this really weird complex i had where it was like everything is bigger than me everything is bigger than my problems so i felt like very small and just didn't want to talk about the things i was going through hence why we are at this point where firstly i have a podcast and now i'm on medication (laughs) but i guess what i'm trying to say is that like i realized firstly how limited of space i held for myself because there was always this constant like uh reservation for for um the reservation of space that could be occupied by anyone at any time and i don't think that's healthy i will say that yeah it's admirable that i am able to consistently hold space and a lot of space for people but i've realized now that i'm not gonna consistently do that to my detriment because my cup is no longer half full my cup is empty and if you got the reference that's great and if you didn't glass is only half full nah it's empty <laughs> so yeah down in the dumpster fire also guys i hate to consistently be this person where i'm i'm constantly just in a state of and like size and like yours i feel like that's what this whole season has been if not like obviously like happy and like laughy chats but when it comes to the episodes with just me it's always a very deep side it's always a very deep like okay life like you know we're dealing with it and we are dealing with it we are dealing with it I think more than anything, the reason why I wanted to do this down in the dumps is because truthfully, I am owning, I'm owning my sadness. I'm owning my confusion. I'm owning my discomfort. I'm also owning all of the avenues and blessings that are opening themselves up to me. I'm also willing to be more free and open to experiencing life more because it's for my own enjoyment and my own experience now. That's the focus. That's why I've put so much fucking time into trying to be not a better person for other people, but to be a more understanding person for myself. Like, okay, let's get into it. Basically, an incident happened this week and I was beating myself up for it. I won't even lie to you. Beating myself up, crying in my bed, like just wanting to sleep the world off, putting my phone on do not disturb. And at the same time, waking up every hour and just like having like having a fight with myself in notes 
that's something that I do a lot is that if I'm like if I don't want to speak to anyone I speak to myself through notes I just write how I feel and that's mostly how I journal too is that I'm I'm basically talking to myself and for a good I would say two and a half hours that note is so fucking long I was good I was digging into myself actually do I feel comfortable reading a part of it let's see let's see if I'm comfortable reading a part of it don't you think okay no um that's not even a good one uh (laughs) okay this is what I wrote in this this line yeah I'm reading it and I'm like I was so fucking angry with myself so this is all in capital letters do what you said you fucking would I have never been so disappointed in myself. You're so fucking pathetic. So you can imagine how horrible of a, of a person I was being to myself. And then at some point during the same night, it was around like 4am I would say, I decided to open a new note. So like there's two notes of that night where obviously the first one I was just like digging into myself telling myself i'm terrible saying that i'm pathetic being like what the fuck is wrong with you like say what we're gonna fucking do all of these things and then later on i wake up and i'm like okay cool <sighs> just 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 be a little bit calmer to yourself so what i wrote was sit with the feelings deal with the consequences but eventually the change will start to feel like it's turning for the better until then be uncomfortable it just means you're in a deep state of change you want it to be somewhere so you you allowed dreams to work as they need to be however whatever you choose you'll be fine and you'll always find a way and you'll always and you'll always experience joy at every turn so a very strong uh juxtaposition between you're so fucking pathetic do what you want to do to um you'll always find a way and you'll always experience joy at every turn so at least like to some degree i have i have a okay it's not a good balance but i have a somewhat balance of like my inner saboteur and like the the inner the inner cheerleader in me that like keeps me going (sighs) yeah it's a lot it's a lot to feel it's a lot to process and i feel like that's also something about me when i'm down in the dumpster fire is that i need to practice talking better to myself at the beginning like I am such... Actually, let me not lie. I'm a very temperamental person. Let me be completely fucking honest because we're down in the dumpster fire and this is what we do when we're in the fire. I'm a completely temperamental person. I'm a completely moody person. Sometimes I am able to meet myself and other people at a very, like, neutral level. I'm able to empathize and not, like, stick my nose in things and, like, be able to support. But at the same time, I am a very temperamental person in the sense that I get very fucking angry and sometimes I do say things just because I fucking can and sometimes I do say things to get under people's skin but only if I'm pressured or like if I'm provoked in any way and usually I'm not I'm not provoked at that point I feel like the only time I've ever been provoked to that level of anger is one manager that I used to work with actually two um (laughs) two managers that i used to work with like sent me to the fucking pinnacle of my anger and then myself like i feel like more than anything i get myself riled up the most like i get so fucking angry at myself and um honestly i feel like if people had to see that side of me they'd be very very confused as to where the fuck it came from but it does exist in me and a lot of the time when i am very down on myself that that that's where that 
that's where that fire comes from if you've ever met me and you've wondered like where is like the where's the anger where's the grit well there's grit when you meet me but where's the what what what's under the hood basically like what what's your deal it doesn't get projected out to anyone more than it gets projected out to me i would i would seem but that doesn't mean that i'm not an irritable person to like normal people i'm irritable to like my brother i'm irritable to my mom i'm irritable to people and i'm not in the mood but not in the sense that like i'm gonna fucking fight and scream and perform because that's also not what i do when i get angry i just i just get i just get very harsh with my words not harsh with my words i just talk extremely fast and i just pick at everything bad about myself that's if we're gonna go back to the five things I, I learned about myself earlier and how I was like I'm not such a terrible person yeah that's where it comes from I've convinced myself I'm a terrible person by the amount of times I beat myself up for my choices so there's that but anyway I feel like I'm talking so much and I feel and also it's kind of crazy because like I feel like I'm being very articulate so slay <laughs> slay but yeah I think one of the things that I need to get over especially when I'm down in the dumps is that like it doesn't last forever and amen everything's a cycle if right now i'm down then it only has to get better from here ah guys i don't know like it's just it's one of those things where you don't know whether to just like sit well obviously maybe the healthy the healthy option would be to sit in my feelings and actually feel them through but for some reason i feel like every time i feel like this is a call to action to do something and I feel like that's just my anxiety too, wanting to consistently just be moving and consistently just be running. So I'm also t- in two minds about like how I'm supposed to like move through this transition. If we're gonna move, if we're gonna go back to um, the episode with Nsako, change or find out. I'm changing. I changed. I'm in transition of change. And my fucking god, I'm finding out, guys. But at the same time, I, 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 I don't know what I should be finding out because it's also this weird thing of like, how do I maneuver now? Having to, f- again, having to, again, figure out ways to regulate my emotions, being able to regulate my anxiety, being able to, even things like remembering to eat in the morning so that I can take my meds, guys. Like, having to get back to like, like, proper scratch like routine things i feel like that's also something that i've lost about myself this year is and i feel like that's also why it's contributed to like this really like deep feeling of of dumpster fire-esqueness your dumpster fire-esqueness but what i'm trying to say is at some point in my life i had a very strict routine that kept my mind not not in a healthy place but at least at a very balanced place it kept my body at a balanced place um socially I was balanced because I had my friends around me and you know I had my own space I had my own room lol let's pun and get into that so when I say I have my own room obviously um not obviously actually long story short um two years ago I was living with my dad got kicked out by my dad started living with my mom was sleeping on her couch for two years and only now recently the last two months i finally have a door behind my i can close a door behind me and i didn't realize how uh significant having that piece of privacy is because i shit you not the day that um i came home and i saw the space being made for me i I started crying and i was like wow um small things we take for granted especially when we're just trying to keep it 
moving and going so yeah but um basically what i was trying to say is that taking the small things for granted also at that point i felt like i was a burden i felt like i was taking up too much space actually not even at that point the moment i moved into my mom's house the moment i moved into my mom's house after i got after i got kicked out as i that was the moment i felt like a burden i felt like i was taking up too much space um, and that's also a reason why I started, like, isolating, started, you know, not going out as much, um, started not talking as much about what I was personally experiencing in my head. And that that coupled with the fact that my normal routine was fucked up, I just felt a very significant loss of control. I felt like I was, I felt like I was grieving myself and my my life even though like obviously i didn't die but i was i was grieving everything that i thought was real again bringing it back to Ntako's episode where it's like everything you believe in will fail you and i think that's also what kind of contributed to like this ending results of like i need to get back to basics i need to find a routine again i need to not not give myself control because obviously like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, like, instill a control freakness in myself. A control freakness. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I just, I just want to find a healthy balance. I want to feel like my life is mine again. I don't want to feel like life is happening to me. I want to feel like life is happening through me. And I just want the best for myself now. In the most non-cheesy, non, like, girl boss. In the most, like, non-deep but also deep way. Like, I just I just want the best for myself. I want to be happy. I, I want to be healthy. I want to smile and laugh with my friends and actually mean it and not turn around and feel like my face just dropped. I, 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 I want to cry more happy tears. I want to cry because I'm happy more rather than cry because I'm, I'm missing something or I'm mourning something or I'm, you know, gr- grieving something. Like, I, I, I don't want to cry because... Of negativity anymore i want to cry because i'm happy and because i'm fulfilled i want to feel fulfilled whatever that means to me i want to figure out what that means to me to be fulfilled as an almost 24 year old femme person non-binary they them like i want to figure out what that means for me i want to figure out what nick means to me do you know what i mean i feel like i've gone through so many cycles of like my avatar and like who i think i am that it's always been this like game but never this like actual like actual process actual journey to get to know myself like it's always been this like i'll even admit this very shallow idea of what i think i am which is my aesthetic and you know how i look because it's for a very long time that's the only thing that people could talk about me about because no one really got to know me because again I, I i never allowed the space for people to get to know me too so i completely take a responsibility for the fact that that's probably why people perceive me the way they do but i genuinely thought that that was all that um kind of mattered in terms of 
being perceived by people and being perceived by people in general is already like is already like a what but you, you know what i mean by the sense of like i've realized now that my cycles of my avatar have just been a performance of self and of um self-discovery and not to say that those versions of me those those uh actual like avatar like like actual sims versions of me that like have different like outfits and shit like not to say that they aren't me but they they weren't fully defrosted people they weren't fully recognized individuals and not to say that i'm a fully realized individual now but i kind of have a grasp of what the fuck i want out of life which i feel like is a bonus but also at the same time i'm also just trying to figure out how to breathe in and out on a floating rock while being you know purged by the patriarchy and by fucking classism and by politics and by gender dysphoria and by just you know what i mean it's just a collaborative effort of a dumpster fire clusterfuck and that has been your your dictionary talk (laughs) can you imagine but yeah i just feel like it's if not now, I will regret it for the rest of my life. If I do not if I do not allow myself the space to figure out my life as I am, just focusing on me. I think I will I will regret it and I would probably resent a lot of the people around me if I didn't do this for myself right now. Do you know what I'm saying? And I never want to go through life resenting the people who have given me so much, especially people who have taught me so much. And I don't think they deserve that energy that could come from me. Especially when I know how I feel. Do you know what I mean? I know how I feel all the time. It's just, again, it's this... Going back to five things I learned about myself. Going back to five things I learned about myself. I think it was the fourth one where I said... No, it was the second one where it's like, I'm an honest person. But I need to be more direct and articulate about my honesty. Yeah, I just... I need, I need to stand on my own business. I need to be true um, to how I feel at all times and i need to yeah i need to start looking out for my own comfort because i've realized that like the more the more i allow myself to just be myself without performance i feel like i'm not pressured to exist with effort if that makes sense if i just allow myself to be myself in spaces things just naturally move the way they need to without me having to force it and i feel like that's what i just need to chase i need to chase the surrender of life right now I need to chase the surrender of life knowing that the discipline is to just keep my head down and have a routine and that's where the flow will come in you know what I'm saying everything else just needs to be as it should be and I do believe that like whatever I need will always show up whatever I need will always be there I'm never without which is a blessing to say and it's a privilege to say so I just need to grab that notion by the balls and mean it like it's mine what a fucking episode guys i love you thank you so much for giving me space (laughs) in the most aquarius way to say thank you for giving me space thank you for allowing me to be free and talk about what i need to on this podcast thank you for not judging whoever listens every single episode thank you for allowing a person like me who genuinely genuinely feels like they still fighting with themselves to allow themselves to feel like they have 
space to articulate their feelings out in the real world because obviously this is not the real world i'm talking to a wall into a mic into whatever device you're listening to into your ears like this is this moment in time right now is magical because we exist in this time and like this moment wouldn't exist without you or without me right now but at the same time i wish i had this much patience with myself i wish i had this much confidence with myself to articulate this with real people and i feel like that's also where my down in the dumpster fire is is coming from is that disconnect where i have all the skills to feel connected to people i have all the skills i know i do and i've proved it many times because again i have such a beautiful community that reciprocates that love and that attention and that space that i that i'm able to give but there are moments where i just feel like i'm holding myself back from the fact that i could firstly like the feeling of feeling like i sound stupid i could get over that so quickly if i just fucking opened my mouth if i just said what i meant like if i just you know what i'm saying i think i'm gonna leave it there otherwise i'm gonna go on but guys merry christmas (laughs) wow what a fucking tradition but merry christmas a happy festive if you don't particularly celebrate um christmas guys please be safe do not drink and drive kiss as many beautiful bodies as you can and life is short just you know tell the people that you love that you love them tell yourself that you're you're a good enough person and we'll catch up next week i love y'all bye